are. Welcome to the Halloween Haunt. You'll find it's an essential part of your Halloween experience, providing knowledge of blood-curdling traditions and history, plus creepy poems and stories. Now, strap yourself in, if someone hasn't already done it for you, because here's the fiendish fellow now, the Halloween Haunter! <laughs> if you come from Jewish heritage, perhaps you've heard of the nasty spirit that possesses the living, the Dybbuk. Its name comes from a Hebrew verb, Dovak, which means to cling or adhere. Sometimes it's said they're avoiding a punishing afterlife, or they've been cut off from the big man because of evils they've committed while alive, or the standard story of having unfinished business. It's hard to know how long Dybbuk's have been around, but they were popular to write about in the 16th century. They're not referred to in the Talmud or the Kabbalah. They were thought to be demons then, and it was strongly suggested that the way one was possessed was to be sloppy in the observance of the faith, or to doubt tenets of the faith, and that adherence to orthodoxy would prevent their influence. There was a supposed possession in the late 1800s where the consulting rabbi advised a psychiatrist. In fact, the Dybbuk is in psychological literature, although they just describe it as a hysterical syndrome. How disappointing. The Dybbuk got a fresh look in a play called The Dybbuk, written in Russian by S. Ansky between 1913 and 1916. He later translated it into Yiddish. It's about a young woman who is possessed by a malicious spirit. You see, a student of the forbidden sect of the faith is in love with Leah, whose father rejects suitor after suitor. Finally, someone seals the deal, and the young student is crushed. As everyone congratulates the winner of her hand, the young student thinks of something, smiles ecstatically, and falls to the floor, dead. Later, at the ceremony, as her betrothed is about to remove her veil, she shoves him back, screaming in a man's voice. It's clear, she's possessed by a dybbuk. In the end, after the spirit is commanded by a rabbi to exit Leah's body, an exorcism is conducted, and various mystical entities are brought forth with ramhorns blasts and black candles. The exorcism is successful, and the Dybbuk is ousted. Her betrothed is contacted, and a new wedding is prepared. But as Leah lies by herself, she senses the young man's spirit, the ousted Dybbuk, and she tells him she's loved him since she first saw him. She cries for her unborn, never to be born children and walks toward the spirit and the two are forever united in death i need to see that play it may be difficult the writing took very long with many revisions coming from the author and requested by others including the famous actor and director konstantin stanislavsky finally it went into production at the moscow art theater but many complications remained, including one of the leads experiencing a nervous breakdown due to his extreme acting techniques and director Stanislavski coming down with typhus. The author lost his original copy of the play during his travels, but received another one. However, he died before it was ever performed. Its premiere was 30 days later, after a period of mourning. It was a massive success and a crossover hit with many Christians. 
It was adapted into a Yiddish film in 1937 and is considered a classic. You can find the complete movie on YouTube. If you want to see the Dybbuk in a more traditional horror setting, the films The Unborn from 2009 and The Possession from 2012 both feature a Dybbuk. By the way, there is a wine cabinet that is purported to be haunted by a Dybbuk. Yes, a real one. It was auctioned on the website eBay, along with an accompanying horror story, and was the basis of the story in The Possession I just spoke about. Kevin Manis was the owner who wrote the story. He owned an antiques and furniture refinishing business in Portland, Oregon. He says the box, which he bought in 2003, belonged to a Polish Holocaust survivor who had bought it in Spain before coming to the US. Manis found out it was a family heirloom and offered to return it to the family, but they told him they didn't want it. He was told that it had never been opened because a Dybbuk lived inside. Manis wrote his story, and perhaps it's fiction, but subsequent owners have reported strangeness connected to it. Each owner has said the box smells of either cat urine or jasmine flowers, and they have nightmares of an old hag. The last eBay auctioneer of the box said it caused lights to burn out in his house and his hair to fall out. The most recent owner of the box, a museum director, bought it after reading blogs of the previous owner's exploits with it and wrote his own story. He said that after that, he developed hives and welts and coughed up blood. He met with rabbis to try to get the Dybbuk back in the box. He believes he was successful and has hidden the box. Forever? Forever is a long time. If you find yourself or a loved one possessed by a Dybbuk, please take it seriously. They really are not very nice. But you're welcome to stop by the Halloween haunt. I've never met one, and I'm eager to. The address is thehalloweenhaunt.com, and you'll find all the information, stories, and poems there as well.